This episode of 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since the beginning. And I'm Kyle and I break every power of darkness. Every power? I break the power of Satan. Mm -hmm. Kyle. I I also, I drink while you do the research. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, do you think this podcast would be so much better if we were in Grand Canaria? Everything would be. Everything would be better. Our lives would be categorically different. I don't even think the problem is that they're in Grand Canaria or in Albania instead of Grand Canaria. I feel like it's just fucking Stacy. Yeah. She sucks. You just need to be where Stacy isn't. Stacy makes Darcy look like a nice and normal and reasonable person you would want to hang out with. You could be in Finland in the dead of winter and it would be better than being Al- in Albania with Stacy or Grand Canaria with Stacy. A hundred percent. I mean, I would rather be, never mind. I'd ra- <laughs> I was going to say something about Avery and Syria versus Stacy. Oh, but let- too dark. Yeah. Too dark. Too soon. <laughs> Let's not go there. Oh, I keep drinking. Hold on. Yeah, right. What are your overall thoughts about the episodes this week? Maybe it was because I was wine drunk. I got one of those little like wine, like uh, sucks the air out to keep wine fresher. Oh, yeah. And so I've been drinking a lot more wine because I'm always hesitant to open a bottle because I feel like I can't drink the whole thing, although I could. And (laughs) I was just about to say. You know what I mean? And so I've been drinking more wine. And so I was wine drunk. I was laughing my ass off. It was funny. Both of these episodes, except maybe submit, but... Um, other than or that, Avery, really. Other than that, I was losing my shit at this Ben scene. Oh my god! One me of too. my favorite scenes of all time. Tim and Jennifer on the farm. Hilarious. Per- incredible. Perfect. Incredible television. Great. So overall, I had a great time. Can uh, I tell my you- wife? I think she was wine drunk too because she was spouting <laughs> off. It was great. <laughs> Some of it oh. I can't. I, some of it I cannot say on the public episode. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yep, Kyle's wife was spitting out the jokes. That's great. Um, I was disappointed twice in this episode. You, I, I thought overall they were hilarious, but anytime Caesar came on screen, I was immediately disappointed. Yeah, that. But, but I did whatever. laugh at a couple things. I'm disappointed in Jihoon. I'm disappointed in Jihoon for being real sketchy. I came away from the episode thinking I am sketched out. Yeah. And he doesn't seem remorseful. No. What else is there? Right. And I feel like I really like Devin at this point and I'm scared for her. So that was one disappointment. The other disappointment was Omar, who, as we know, I said 100% would smash a few weeks ago. But now he seems to lack all sense of empathy or sympathy for Mama Terry. And it is really frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. He hasn't explained anything he's incapable of googling apparently oh my god like could you explain to them what this fucking cape is so they don't think it's like borat with a potato sack going after pamela anderson <laughs> like seriously that's what it was they like mold her with this cape i'm just like wow what's happening are they kidnapping her like what is going on and then it's just it's just a cape for modesty whatever that's fine but it's the fact that omar didn't warn either of them extra super plus one modesty yeah. <laughs> i was just like wow they came out of nowhere Anyway, I'm very disappointed with Omar. And frankly, like, I think the storyline overall is still good and interesting. It is. And it's provided a lot of conversation fodder. 
I'm still so disappointed that we don't know anything about him. We said this, I, I think we've said this every episode since episode three when we realized um, we're not getting anything here. Nothing. And we still don't have anything. The only thing we have now that we didn't before is that he seems like he turned quickly. As soon as that marriage was legalized, there's something about the way he behaved at that dinner where I, I hope I'm wrong, but it seemed like he immediately kind of snapped into this mode where Avery is his property. And it's concerning. I hope I'm wrong. He Just the way not, he was behaving, the way yeah. he, he spoke to... He's like, well, this is my wife. This is of my course, wife. she's going to come with me to Syria. She's coming to Syria no matter how fucking stupid it is. When Mama Terry said... Hold on, I wrote it down. When Mama Terry said... She starts crying and she said, they're not really gassing people anymore. I like legit started crying. Like, can yeah, you imagine your child going to a place where whether or not I understand the media misconstrues things and, and whatever. And I'm, I'm not here to, to get into the politics of that, but to go to a place where all you've seen on TV is people like chemical weapons, people being gassed. I mean, it all has out war happened. And horror. It has happened. There's Absolutely. no doubt. Yeah, yeah. no, I saw it definitely gas people. So it, Latakia was destroyed completely. And so to, to have your kids sent to a place where you know that that is, that is all you know of that place is terrifying. And now that the civil war, it seems like at least based on media reports is kind of calming down, especially it, in Latakia. It, yeah. It, it, it's because like an iron grip is being established by a dictatorship. It's not because people have shook hands and made nice. Right. Right. And I will say this right now. I mean, there's a huge debate. Social media is I, I hesitate to even post about Avery because I just don't have time to police the comments all day. And it's I just fast, I want to be yeah. sensitive. But um, it's 50. Everything you post about them is 50 50. It is 50 50. It's crazy. And, and look, I am not here yeah. to perpetrate like Islamophobia at all. And that is definitely something I want to steer very clear of. But taking the religion out of it. And just saying it's it's any religion or it's any cultural circumstance in which X happens, um, in looking at it just from a neutral lens, it's still very scary. Any war torn country, it's scary. And and I don't know. There's just like it's there's so much to talk about. We'll get into it, but I, I could talk about Avery and Omar for anyway, Omar Omar pissing both of us off. Yeah, pissing me off though. I wasn't explain things to people that don't understand them. Like what right. the hell does Mama Terry know about like a, your religion, B, your, I, I realize you could have Googled it, but like, there's a lot of nuance and Islam is practiced very different, differently in Lebanon and Syria as it's just as nuanced you know, as, as Christianity in terms of sure. like diverse as the, yeah. the different, I don't know, belief systems inter to the religion. It's yeah. super complex. And his attitude about it makes it seem like he doesn't really even care that they know. Yeah, that's the strange thing. You would think he, I mean, he's automatically just like, she's rude about this. It's like, well, that may be, but like, she's also in a very foreign place that she doesn't understand at all. He hasn't even thanked her. I know. Mama Terry. She was the only reason they got married. Oh my God, right? Twice this and has it happened. Was like she chased, dude. That Mama Terry, this is American culture. This like, is America right this here. This is Getting America right here. Done. I will get this fucking done if I if it's the last How thing I do. How do we do this? Fuck your bureaucracy. I'm coming for you. Right. <laughs> and she gets it done. And then immediately they're like, oh, thanks for helping us get this done. Peace out. Peace we're, out. We're, we're going to Syria. YOLO. Oh, God. 
God. It's, it's just like my heart just sunk. It was hard to watch. It was emotional, which is great. Great, compelling television. Um, sorry. we talked a little bit too much about Avery and Omar just there, but we want to get into evidence first. And the big topic this week is Miss Laura from 90 Day Fiance the other way. Laura and Aladdin. Hashtag Laura lies. Hashtag where do we start? So last week. I'll tell you where to start. Okay, please do. Go to your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever, and unfollow her. (laughs) Because she is full of shit and wasted everyone's time over the last week lying to our faces and then saying she was going to explain herself and then going on Instagram live for 45 minutes with Evelyn in Ecuador, essentially all she did was rep the hotel they were staying at, presumably to get a discount. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We've got we've to set this up for people that have not been following. Last week, Laura claimed that she was pregnant with the muffin in the oven Instagram story. And she doubled down a couple times she after She doubled that. down. Now, Frauda by TLC and um, Talker of Shit's two Instagram accounts were kind of corresponding with her about this. Is that correct? Particularly Talker of Shit's. Talker of Shit's, yeah. So Talker of Shit's was talking to Laura and Laura confirmed the pregnancy first. And then, and I am paraphrasing here because again, if we went through every single thing that happened, we would be talking about this for a full hour. There's a good starcasm article. If you really want to dive deep on what happened, it goes through the page, but paraphrasing Laura then admitted to talker that she wasn't pregnant and then was like, I'm going to take a social media break, which lasted what? Six hours. (laughs) <laughs> if that, yeah. Yeah. And then, then she she like redoubled down and said that she was pregnant. And that talker of shits was lying. But it was an ectopic pregnancy now. Yes. And she lost it and it was a dangerous situation. And oh, by the way, another thing, Aladdin beat me. Uh, oh, trigger, trigger, trigger warning. The Sorry. Fuck, man. It yeah. I, I don't even... In, in any case, whether <laughs> it's that's... Like so hard to talk about. Dude, like, like, whether that's true or not, what the fuck, man? <laughs> it, it was just a lot all at once. Yeah. And yeah, the the abuse allegations, I can't even comment on because I just, I don't know anything about it. Um, The pregnancy, it was just like, it was curious that she trusted Talker of shits and then accused her of lying. And then Talker was like, here's the receipts. Like here's our entire conversation. Like, so pretty, pretty clear that she did lie. Um, this is, this is a question I have for you, Kyle. So Abby in our Patreon Facebook group asks, okay, I am trying to figure out what Laura did to Aladdin to destroy the marriage other than have a son who wants no part of their marriage. I heard the I'm pregnant comment on Facebook, but true or false, that is something more of like a social media error. What really broke them up is my question. As far of right now in the series, Aladdin seems pretty set on marrying her despite the son. So that is the question. Why did allegedly, and this is a spoiler, Aladdin and Laura are no longer together. So what was a straw that broke the camel's back with that? And was it just Liam? It certainly could have been Liam that started that downward spiral, right? Um, But we just don't know yet. We don't know the details. Laura is, I guess, sort of keeping to her NDA, at least about what is about to occur on the show. And as far as we understand, we have two more episodes of Toe. We originally thought it was 18. Now we think it's 20, but who knows? Um, and then the tell-all after after that is supposed... I mean, everyone is hyping up the tell-all to be like this explosive thing. 
who knows? We've been we've been hyped before, and but, it never lives up to expectations. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. Like why they broke up? Um, Do you think it's Aladdin watching back and being like, "You were calling me bad in bed. What the hell?" <sighs> yeah, that's a good point. He blocked her again. Did I you, know he blocked her on social media. You know the way that Laura behaved in the last week. If that is a peek into the potential of her uh, crazy, yeah, then it could have been anything that manifested in their relationship. Like he could have just said something that set her off, and all of a sudden she's making up complete weird bullshit lies. Um, or it, c- I mean, maybe she's telling the truth about the other thing. I have no idea. Yeah, it's hard to tell at this point just because we have so little information. My and again, this is the same question we ask every freaking season but is laura breaking her nda by divulging information to these meme accounts like these blogging accounts i don't know what uh, what the proper term is but um it just seems like if you're telling all of your dark secrets to talker of shits or frauded by tlc like that is breaking your nda right because they're gonna tell people (laughs) like they're gonna well of course that's their job yeah that's that's the whole point of their account it's not a knock on them no not at all why else would they be doing it exactly (laughs) they're there to get the tea and thank god they do it for us because no i'm glad they do yeah uh personally um man it's 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 hard to parse through all of this so let's get back to let's get back to like the timeline of what happened and we'll wrap this up because it's it's bizarro world Laura is in the middle of this big like turmoil, right? She's been called out by multiple like accounts that she talks to. She pe- like freaking receipts are being posted left and right. It makes her look like a complete crazy person. Mm-hmm. So then what does she do? She goes on Instagram after her six hour social media break and she says, you want the truth? Tune in to my live in 40 minutes. There were like 350 comments on our Patreon Facebook live thread. It was a live thread. We, well, I started for, a thread for yeah. Laura's live. <laughs> I started the thread to watch it, expecting it to be like a total train wreck, but yeah. at least maybe funny. And it ended up being funny, but not for the reason that I figured it would be. She gets on. She's with Evelyn. They're drunk. I won't even bore you with the details, but she literally just repped products. It was bizarre. Uh, and Eve- what did she say? Evelyn at one point threatened to kill everyone that was um, being mean to Laura. Uh, and I'm not I'm not being facetious. And then Laura literally just kept introducing the randos that she was drunk with, just these dudes in Ecuador. And she kept talking about how great this hotel is and you should go to their website. That was it. That was she the entire thing. She did not thing. tell you the whole story she, then. Well... Here's the thing. If you, all she said technically was, I'm going to tell you the truth. And so in her head, I guess, well, maybe she thinks she was being really clever to get a lot of people to watch this. And the truth was, is that this hotel was great. Oh my God. Right. It's, it's so gross. And the thing that bothers me about it, I put this in my story yesterday. The thing that bugs the shit out of me about it is not that she's like full of crap. Every, all these cast members are full of crap. It's that she's built a following. Like she has over a hundred thousand followers, I think. Yeah. And you're wasting that opportunity. And what other point is there to be on this fucking show? It's not to make $5,000 of Matt Sharp money. It's to try to continue to build something, whether that's social media or something else in reality TV. Like 
I, I think that's why most people go on the show. John Walters has a fucking romance newsletter now. Like you try to build a following and then later you try to take advantage of it. And she's throwing that away in my opinion. It's so dumb. Um, Even Avery's capitalizing by building her like online she's store has, for Avery has a Muslim Etsy. I wish that I could help her with it because it seems like she's having trouble getting the site off the ground. And I'm like, girlfriend, I could build this for you in a day. Devin is liquidating her goth clothing line. Yeah. Good for you, dude. Get yours. So the funniest part about the live though, the best part, David, David Toboski. I don't know how to say his oh. name. David. From Tobo. C- We're talking Tobo. about David of David and Annie, David Tobo. He joins right away. <laughs> And I was in there. I was like one of the first couple of people in there. David joins like right after me. We all watch for a couple minutes to just kind of feel this out. People are super pissed in the comments already. David makes a snap decision that this is dumb. <laughs> and he literally spends the entire live like every 30 seconds plugging cameos for him. <laughs> So he's like, are you guys bored with this live? Come buy a cameo. We're on special right now. So he's like, like 20% off David and Annie cameos. And he's like putting the link over and over again. I was losing my shit. And then Paul joins. No. And Paul, to his credit, was being pretty funny. He was, I mean, he was hamming it up Paul style, you know, like, hey, do you guys need some condoms? You know, I have really good ones that protect from all sorts of diseases. <laughs> Just like weird shit like that. And so that that was pretty funny, but it was a total train wreck. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, to wrap up the whole point Laura's and the reason, not pregnant. The reason for my rant earlier. Yeah. You can like nobody should reward this kind of stupid behavior. I don't even feel like we should talk about her anymore. I would boycott if we could, but we're so close to the end. <laughs> Screw Laura. We have, this was the biggest Unfollow her. It's, she's just like wasting her followers time and it's annoying. All right. Yep. All right. On. We have some other evidence, but we're going to wait for extended. Um, let's move into before the 90 because there's so much to talk about. Totally. So we've already started talking about Omar and Avery. So I guess yeah. we'll just go and launch right in. And the cloak is for modesty. And I think it's like in that specific region, I talked to two people. I talked to my friend in Bangladesh. She said that that is not something she recognizes. And I look, you know, her wedding pictures, she looks freaking beautiful. And she's wearing like three different outfits. And one is like the red and it's gorgeous. And her hijab is like all sparkly and beautiful. Um, And then in, in North Africa, I had somebody tell me that that's not something that they do either. In Egypt, they wear like a white gown, like tradition kind of, almost like more fancy than what Avery was wearing and a beautiful like white hijab. Um, so that, that's what I was told. Uh, so this must be specific to Lebanon slash Syria. That's what I'm guessing. And then I had somebody else tell me that sometimes the groom and the bride both wear this cloak for a modesty. I don't know. It came out of nowhere. That's all I'm saying. And can we laugh at it? It really did. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Um, I, la- I mean, some of the memes are fantastic. It's one of those things where like talking about this at all, I feel like we're probably going to piss people off. I just know, like it's impossible not to. Even talking about it. And now I want to take a quick moment to tell you about our new sponsor, Orate. Do you love jewelry? Then you should check out 
Orate. Orate is fine jewelry made in New York City, founded by women for women. Pieces range from classic to statement to completely original. And Orate makes the jewelry you've always wanted but could never find. It was started by two friends who were just having brunch when one got a green finger from an overpriced ring, sparking a conversation about how they were fed up with the traditional jewelry market. And now these two women are making quality jewelry made from real ethically sourced materials. No green fingers here. Orate's gold feels substantial and the diamonds sparkle and shine such high quality and just beautiful. Because it's all real gold, you can wear it all the time and never have to take your jewelry off. Shower, sport, sleep, cook, anything. It's jewelry for real life. All Orate pieces come with a lifetime warranty because they know it lasts. Buy jewelry and do good. Orate is ethically made in New York City, empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrificing style. For every piece sold, a child in need receives a book to further their education. I have some Orate jewelry. I love the stackable rings and I'm a minimalist, as I've said many times on the show. So I very, I like very simple pieces of jewelry and I was able to get these rose gold uh, stackable rings. I just love them. They're very classic and I love the simplicity of them. And I wear them all the time. I wear them in the shower. I wear them when I work out. I can even wear them to yoga. It's awesome. You can just feel the quality and I receive compliments on them all the time. For 15% off your Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com slash cray and use promo code cray cray. That's A U. R-A-T-E New York.com slash cray cray and use promo code cray cray. I will leave a link in the show notes, but Orate is spelled A-U-R-A-T-E. So go to oratenewyork.com slash cray cray and get 15% off your Orate purchases with code cray cray. I'll also leave a link in the show notes as usual. So those of you that are driving can take advantage of this incredible offer with Orate when you get to your destination. So let's talk a little bit regarding Avery and Omar about the dinner. Yeah. This so is where like this was everyone w- started to hate Omar. I think. <laughs> <laughs> this was a shift. There was a clear Absolutely. shift. Yeah. His attitude, I think changed pretty dramatically. And Avery is like closing ranks around him and doubling down on being like a little snotty teenager, which she literally is. So uh, I don't know. I just felt like Omar had such, I keep saying this. Aloof. He was aloof and he had just no sympathy for Mama Terry. Like, right. I I just can't understand it's it. It's like, hey, I bought this car. Now I'm going to drive it. Fuck off. It, It's also, sorry, there was a rumor going around too that, and I don't know that this is true, that Omar has two sisters and they're both in the States. Huh. So that's very curious to me. I don't know if it's true. We'll, we'll learn, I guess. Um, I don't. I don't doubt that he loves her. No, but, I don't either. Um, you know, my wife was just saying. You know, he just seems like a really introverted guy. And we we speculated about this a couple of weeks. She thought maybe he's just seen a lot of shit, and he's yeah. just not. He's just not emotionally available, which is fairly typical for extremely conservative religious people in general, not just Islam, right? And. In his culture, I think he's been, he's never had a girlfriend. He's Mm -hmm. never experienced what a relationship is like. He doesn't know that he's supposed to emote and, you know, explain his feelings. That's not a thing. And most of these guys are raised by mom. 
especially yeah. in like a war torn country. And he's used what I'm what I'm getting at by that is he's used to just having a lot of things done for him, and he's going to expect Avery to do that. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, he definitely has very specific expectations of a wife. Can we just leave it at that? I guess he's absolutely made, he's made it very clear that you know he. I don't know. I think Avery intellectually understands that too because she understands she, she i think she's very involved in reading about islam and the religion i mm-hmm. think that she does do her homework except for this marriage ceremony apparently but i do wonder once the routine sets in and she realizes she's essentially like mind. what is she, what she's doing with her life um i want and i'm not saying anything is wrong with this i'm just saying for avery how she was raised. I wonder if she's going to be able to deal with it for more than like a month. I know. I know. I worry about that too. Um, There's should, nothing wrong with like, if, if that's what you're happy with, you know, but a hundred percent. Yeah. Right now, Avery has made a choice, right? If she becomes trapped in Syria, if the war kicks it up a notch again, it may no longer be a choice. She may have no choice, right? but to remain in a very dangerous situation. So anyway, let's stop bummering and move (laughs) on. Let's talk about Darcy and Tom. All right. Tom is kind of an asshole in this episode. And man, I was so with him until that one thing he said. I even have from the first hour, because I watched the first hour ahead of time because it's just, it's a lot of content to consume. And I have in bold, I like Tom. And then I changed, I crossed it out. I put, I liked Tom in the first hour <laughs> because like I, He's I, agree, so, I agreed with everything he God, said. I agree when too. He gaslit her with the freaking grand canary. Everything he said was correct. The twin <laughs> thing sets a bad tone. This should not be a scomp- a competition. The tit for tat is spoiling the trip. I've come all this way and I am uncomfortable. He's expressing himself in a really, um, he's not holding it back, which is so like emotionally healthy. It seems yes. like at first, he is right? Coherent and succinct and clear, and he's mature. making it. He's making it like about both of them. And too. He's, he's telling her what to do to solve. He's like, you and Stacy need to work this out together because you're acting immature when you are together and you're spoiling the time that we have. And Darcy does not internalize that. She immediately is like, well. I feel like I'm kind of a little bit to blame, but it's my sister's fault. And then Stacy, her her answer yeah. is, oh, well, I think he's just using that as an excuse because he's not feeling you. And I'm like, are you listening to the complaints at hand, twins? That conversation was so bizarre and uncomfortable to watch. It was hard to watch. He's not feeling your vibe, so he's putting it all on us in our twinning. It blew my mind that Stacy didn't think anything was wrong the day before. Right. Like, it just goes to show that, like... They're so blind That's to their, how she normally yeah, operates. Absolutely. She is completely oblivious to her terrible attitude, you know? Yeah. Your relationship isn't perfect. Like, I think Darcy felt backed into a corner. And I... I, simp- I mean, this conversation was pretty gross overall. But I did sympathize with Darcy because she's in a far more vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then... Man, telling her that you would have proposed. That was messed up because he knows that's all Darcy wants. Yeah. All she wants is for him to propose. 
And for him to be like, I'm having a shitty time. And I don't think it's true. And if it is true, it's still kind of fucked up because like, this is the Darcy that you like, this is Darcy at her worst. Absolutely. If you can't take me at my worst. Exactly. Well, it's kind of like, I don't know. I, and, and the way that he explained it, like I would have just been swept up in the moment. I'm like, well, that's a terrible time to. On the other hand, it's funny. Like, but then even, even that terrible statement, which is the worst thing Tom has said or done on this show was even bookended by snippets of, of logic too. He said, I'm glad that we came to Albania because I saw who she really is. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was like a very uh, prescient thing to say. Like if he had gone to, maybe he was trying to say like, if he had gone to Grand Canaria and that's just why I almost like believed him. He still shouldn't have said it, but a part of me did believe that maybe it was on the table to propose because this was so far in the opposite direction. It's like if he, I mean, obviously he should have seen a fucking like, cacophony of red flags before this <laughs> but this was just like waving one the size of texas and it was a good i mean it was a good thing for him to see this and this would have been a big part of his life you know what i mean oh 100 like they live together darcy and Absolutely. Stacey live together in a, the same house their kids are essentially siblings he said that you change when you're with your sister which is true i guess they're their kids genetically are half siblings because they're identical twins sorry genetics note (laughs) (laughs) genetics nerd over here take that with Um, you (laughs) what did you think about tom getting sick in the van (laughs) i've been there yeah me too i'm not like a super puker but i was when i was a kid and i felt i felt bad for him that sucks i kind of was with Stacy. This is the only time I agreed with her when I was like, if I'm puking like that, I do not want somebody all up in my grind. No, totally. Darcy was, that was weird. And why would you want to be next to him? Give him, let him have a fucking stick of gum first. For I Christ's know, sake. right? She's like, yeah. I just want to comfort him. I just want to make sure he's okay. Yeah. I, I laughed really hard because when they went to the, the little market with the, um, I don't know, the Ch- flea market as Tom describes it. I didn't want to say I that. I didn't want to say that, but like the tchotchke mart. Um, there were romantic moments, Kyle. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. It was so romantic. Your breast smelled like bile. Um, <laughs> I identified with Tom so much in that moment, too. Me, too. My wife drags me to places fucking like that all the time when we travel. I know. I have no interest whatsoever. I don't either. Ever, I don't like shopping. Never, never, ever. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I like, don't. I'd rather go to like a graveyard in the middle of a city and like look at a tombstone of some old dead guy from the 1500s. Oh, like, I love doing that. Yeah, just thinking out loud of like anything I would do. I'd rather go to a fucking mall and just like walk around and get a corn dog than yeah. go into a particular store with. I just ugh, with sends shivers yeah. sends shivers down my spine. Yeah. Um. But then, man, like it just sucks that like he said that thing that's so messed up because that's I like know. that's like echoes of Jesse, you know? It does. You're yeah. totally right. Somebody was had a meme that was like two almost proposals, Jesse in the windmill, and then Tom saying like if we had gone to Grand Canary, like we would be engaged now. Yeah. And I felt I felt bad for Darcy. I have to say, at the end of this episode, ultimately, I felt bad for Darcy. Her heart is like the thing about Darcy and the reason that this this 
um, season of her is compelling is because I, first of all, I don't think that the storyline in general is fake. Um, I think that her heart really is in the right place. She just is so obnoxious about the proposal crap. And then here comes Stacy, who is even worse. She's awful. She is awful. And they make each other worse. It's so weird because on Pillow Talk, they seem like besties. And then in this, Absolutely. I'm just like, is this what your relationship really is? Because it's horrible. Maybe it's, it's just when you know they introduce what it is? men. It's Maybe like this is have, why they both got divorced. You know what it is? It's like you have two eyes of Sauron that are pointed at each other on this show. Whereas yeah. on Pillow Talk, they can bo- both point toward, you know, the real enemy. Yeah. And so, and so the, the snark comes out because they can both, they feed off each other because I think they're both like, they can obviously be both like very petty people. Mm-hmm. And if they direct that against other people on the show, then it's, then it can be, you know, what do you think happens from here? I feel like we got like probably two more episodes, at least of Albania train wreck. Oh and it gosh, just like right. keeps descending. And I think they're going to go back to England and they're, I think by the time they get to England, they're basically not going to be together. And it's going to be Darcy like begging Tom to like take her I back. I don't want to see that. Makes me sad. You, so you don't think they're together anymore? I don't actually know. No, not at all. I mean, Darcy's had some drunken meltdowns and where yeah. she's like let a few things slip. Yeah, you're right. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about Tim. I want to talk about this. Some of these 90-day storylines have really got me down lately. And in addition to the actual issues I have in my personal life, I really need counseling more than ever. But how do you go about finding a counselor and actually going to counseling? In the past, it seems so overwhelming to me to find a counselor in my area. I had to schedule sessions weeks in advance. I had to drive all the way across town, sometimes in the middle of my workday just to get there. Thank God for BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. You can talk with a licensed professional counselor who specializes in issues like depression, stress, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, and much, much more. I can schedule a session so much more easily now that I have BetterHelp and no need to drive anywhere. Hey, even Angela could take advantage of this. She doesn't have to be local. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. No waiting for weeks to get an appointment at a local counselor's office. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. And for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. No, the irony with the promo code is not lost on us. It will never get old. Go to betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray. Simply fill out a quick questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the proper counselor that you will love. That's betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray to get 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. All right, let's talk about Tim and Jennifer. He's really nervous, as if we didn't know. This Jennifer is like this beautiful body that's just going to waste because nobody will conquer it. It's <laughs> making me very sad. I mean, someone please use her body. And I will say this: I'm not a Tim fan, but there is something to be said for him to admitting that he has insecurities. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's hard to admit to a camera. I would say. It's kind of, I mean, I, I have to be perfectly honest. Like, I don't hate Tim on the show. No, correct. It's Me really neither. when you add in his social media fake persona that he's trying to create. Which he deleted so much of that. He did. Yeah. Yeah, good. Well, it was really bad. Um, 
if you combine all that horseshit with with what he's trying to portray on TV, it doesn't really square. Yeah. But with just the show, to me, I think he's a sympathetic character because I have had insecurities in the past too. Like I was, I was like Tim if he was super fat, <laughs> you know. <laughs> instead of like not true no no no. like like when i was like in high school you know like i was like i didn't know you then i can't speak for your high school self just take me now the same height and like add 50 even more pounds (laughs) and like no girlfriends in sight (laughs) and i played a lot of D. &D. (laughs) every lady's dream um what the hell is this farm this farm is fucking incredible. Can we talk about the farm for the rest of the podcast? Oh my those God. Air, those drone shots that they got of the like aerial shots of the farm were, it look, it's gorgeous. I look, Jennifer, I'll marry you. Okay, girl, I will, I will spray those cows with that incesticide. I will, I want to be slice. sandwiched in between Jennifer and her adorable father in that hug that's where I want to live forever. I want to I'll live slice, in between them. I'll slice the cock and the balls. I will too. Yeah. I will castrate some cows. I will do it if it means being on that farm. Gorgeous. So the last day that I have at my current job is on Thursday and I feel like I'm going to just, you, we might not have a podcast for a couple of weeks because I'm just going to go to Columbia and work on a farm. You're just going to go fine. Jennifer's yeah. dad was I know people give me shit. They're like, oh, Kim, you're in love with all the dads. I'm sorry that these women have hot dads. It's not my fault. I didn't choose these dads. I mean, the dude is not that much older than us. No, he's not. (laughs) Jennifer's like 20. Jennifer's like 20. Yeah, he's probably like 35. I don't know how old he is. He's he's so cute. I love the way that he spoke and I love the words that he had to say. He was respectful. He wasn't like shit talking Tim. He was, he expressed concerns and he, you know, Tim's behavior spoke for itself. He didn't really need to tell Jennifer anything except, you know, um, he's he's interesting. <laughs> Tim, next time you go to a ranch or a farm, here's a hot tip. Wear sleeves. No working man wears a tank top to work. Maybe don't put a flower on top of your ear. What was that? It I was thought little, something just fell off the tree. I think it was he put a little flower in his ear. Oh, that's a problem. I mean, yeah. just just for this particular day because of the particular audience. Um, that was a bad yeah. look just overall for him. Manual labor requires sleeves, long pants, and boots. So... Don't be spraying the cows in your teeth. He, okay? he couldn't even do the simple and clean job well. It I looked know. like he couldn't even spray the fucking cows down effectively. Come <laughs> on, man. Um, I just, okay, I have to say it, and I feel really guilty saying this. I just don't want Jennifer to end up with Tim. I love Jennifer so much. Just for like I love the, that she wore sneakers yeah. when they were in Hiron, like when they were in the, the right. other town that they went to later in the episode and she was wearing that sexy ass dress. She looked fucking fire in and she was wearing sneakers in it. And I was like, damn, my girl is practical. She's not Darcy trying to dig out her heels in the middle of the freaking road. It's like for the sake of like the global gene pool. Don't <laughs> don't breed with Tim, please. You need like a Superman that's just like equivalent to your father. Jennifer should have, who should Jennifer have a baby with? Vin Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) I was 
was going to say like Leonardo DiCaprio or maybe like. No, he needs to be able to break a block of concrete over his own head and then like kill aliens with a mach- with his bare hands. Oh, no. Do you know who would make a sick baby? And this guy's married. So this is like no bearing on the real world. But who's the guy that paid, played Call Drogo? Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, that dude yeah. is hot. That dude is oh, like yeah. the epitome of like of just male energy anyway bend her over and take her dragon eggs oh gross no we don't want that for jennifer yes we do <laughs> she does want to be conquered i don't know come on um she doesn't have dragon eggs yes Khaleesi. This is getting too game of thrones centric <laughs> what else happened with these two um jennifer's dad <laughs> says they're very different people he doesn't learn quickly are you seriously in love with this guy <laughs> Liz, I, look so i thought that I, I, <laughs> um, after the farm scene, my wife turned to me, the commercials came on. My wife turned to me and literally proposed that we try to have a three way with Jennifer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love her. She, I feel like she has never been hotter than when she, when she was on the farm. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't care about the dress, whatever the dress, like put her in jeans have her on the farm. I can't. She looked like she might as well have been in full makeup. Like she's just so naturally beautiful. She looks good with makeup. She could, she looks good without makeup and just jeans and a t-shirt. She yeah. just looks good all the time. She's sassy. I will tell you this, like her Instagram where she's like trying really hard, you know, I don't think she looks as good as she did on that day on the freaking farm. She just looks so <laughs> hot. I don't, I love her. It's so, a problem. Like after a couple minutes later, I just kind of said, I want to go to Columbia. And my wife was like, you're not allowed without me. You can't go. <laughs> She's like, with me? You're not allowed. We can both go. You're not we allowed can both to go. go to the farm. <laughs> uh, um, Tim is in the bar and he FaceTimes his friend and he's just like fixing his hair the whole time. Oh, it's so off-putting. Yeah. Let me just say this. In own when they finally have their like first kiss at the fountain, a Which dry like fountain, wiping, that is of note, a dry fountain. caramel off her lips Gross. Like, in front of him. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I mean, I really love you lately, I guess. Yeah. Like his wor- I'm just like, poor word choice. He looks so nervous still. Have you ever had a first kiss where you talked about the details of the kiss at length after it happened? Um, like, have you, so- <laughs> have you ever sat there with your partner like, that kiss was incredible. Oh, I'm so glad it finally happened. Oh, we had our first kiss. We can go to second base now. I don't know. Maybe. Never. When, I don't know. Maybe when I was like my first kiss ever when I was a teenager. No, I was way too embarrassed Maybe? at that point to like ever talk about it. Especially I, but yeah, with a I mean, I, I'm only, I'm thinking, I don't think that I did. I'm just thinking of when it might be like less bizarro world. Did you see, he looked like, um, a Pinocchio doll. Like his arms were just like straight and stiff <laughs> and his entire body was not moving at all except his, you know, kind of sucking noises. It was, it didn't look like a great kiss. Jennifer seemed to generally enjoy it, but it didn't look great. She see, I feel like he has just like, she wants it so bad now. And and all of us women, a lot of us have been there. We're like, you're like, this guy isn't paying attention to me. And so you're like, I want his attention. I want his attention. I want his attention. And then all of a sudden he pays attention to you and you're like, uh, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that's what's going to happen. I she's love like, okay. all the randos at the dry fountain staring at them. There was like a child five feet away, just like mouth agape looking at them making out. 
so great. The child was probably like, that's not how I normally see people making out. It that's looks not weird. how I make out with my girlfriend. <laughs> um, so when they got back to the Airbnb, Jennifer sits down and basically says, let's bang. And how does she ask? If Netflix the- and chill. Her English is so good. Again, I know I'm just gushing about Jennifer. Not only is she beautiful and sassy, but she, her English is incredible. She knows English innuendos and colloquials. My wife didn't know what that meant. I didn't know. I feel like an innocent idiot. We had to, I had to argue with her for a few minutes. There was a big conversation about this in the Patreon Facebook group that like Netflix and chill means bang. I didn't know that. I literally thought it meant just like watching movies. I had to show her, I had to show her like the sixth entry on Google. When you Google Netflix and chill, it it took like (laughs) five times. She didn't believe urban dictionary, which the definition was fucking hilarious. The definition of Netflix and chill and urban dictionary is what you tell your parents when you're about to go upstairs with your boyfriend and fuck. Oh, damn. That's graphic. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like Jennifer is just like, okay, like he's withdrawn so much and been so aloof that she thinks she wants it and she thinks she likes him. But I think at once she gets, she just wants to try it. I mean, at uh, this point, it's been so much effort. Might as well try it out. Yeah, might as well try it out. Exactly. He flew all the way. How long has he been there? Because he's like, we only have a few days left. Seems like he's been there at least. At least a week. Yeah. And they haven't even kissed. Yeah. By the way, third base is not fucking hands, Tim. Third base is oral. Everybody knows that. Everyone knows that. Middle schoolers know that. Get with it. Is that that like Colombian? Second base in Colombia. Sex. In Colombia, second base. No, I was going to say like halfway to (laughs) second is a blowjob. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. We're going to blow through Benjamin and Akini next. Why? Why, why, Matt Sharp, must you show Benjamin taking his shirt off on camera so much? Why why is there more than one shower scene? This is multiple shower scenes. This is worse than Luke P in this past season of The Bachelorette. Like, we only got one shower scene there. And now he's, we're getting two with Benjamin. God, he's shaving. Like, put sh- he's shaving in the mirror. Put some fucking shaving cream on your back. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. Benjamin can't afford that. He's poor. He takes a bus. Have a Kini do it. Okay. Well, they're they're not. He's not. She's not allowed to see his bare <laughs> chest yet. Have Fidel do it. Okay. I am sick of these storylines where they're like, my father. Oh, I have to get the blessing. Oh, we have to get approval. It's going to be so That's hard. A lot. Family Jihoon will never allow it. Now and I like, have to go to the Jedi Council. Ninety seconds into meeting the father, he's like, "Sure, you can have my daughter. It's yeah, it's cool. cool. Yeah. I just make like, sure That's you. It? Just make sure you give me a very expensive necklace. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I was like, this was all made up. He doesn't care. Also, I understand where Fidel gets his voice because they sound exactly alike. Like the father and Fidel are like samesies. Very expensive necklace. If he is serious, he will prove. <laughs> bright price, bright price, bright price. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he goes dry broke. <laughs> okay, the first scene though was gold with the sh- like with the, the shower, the the motorcycle Oreo. Oh, the motorcycle oreo was lovely <laughs> also this reminded me a lot of Tariq and Hayes. yeah i miss yeah. Hay- i miss my Hayes. ben sweating his balls off in the church while father akini is like screaming to jehovah it was awesome it was great i loved seeing the church hormones hormones, hormones. gotta keep the sexes separate yeah gotta keep the gender separate in church i was like I think who's ben, trying to bang each other in church i think ben still had wood 
Oh, probably. Yeah. Who knows? Why can't Akini's mother like sit up? Is this a cultural thing? It just like seems like she's always just like it's halfway just laying down slouching. in the chair. <laughs> I don't know. It's very strange. I don't know. A lot of people were saying that. <sighs> a lot of people were saying that Akini's father was like discriminatory because Ben was white, but he didn't actually say anything negative. He just said, I never imagined my daughter marrying a white man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, if it's true, what Akini says that they've never even interacted with a white person, that's probably fair to say that. I he don't didn't think, think that they sit down and have long winded discussions about social justice and racial equality in Kenya. Yeah, I know. I we just, have to remember there's like a deep colonial history in Kenya. Yeah, so. I just don't think this is a daily topic. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? It's just not something you probably ever even considered or thought about. Yeah. I, I like the the two questions that they that the Jedi Council asked Ben were basically like, there's lots of hot chicks in America. Why a Kini? <laughs> that was so great. They're like, like why is this girl? Like, there's beautiful what we see him in the movies. Why yeah. don't you marry like Charlize Theron? Like, yeah, go get her. She's Isn't hot. Isn't she single? Isn't yeah. Angelina Jolie basically single? <laughs> go fuck her. Um, she can't even have kids. It's great. Yeah. So like, and then, th- th- then the other question was about the divorce, which that's, that's. And it was so quickly cast aside. Yeah. Yeah. He just started talking. Ben pulled the Jesus card. He pulled it fast. No, and it smart. Worked. No, very it was smart. smart. No, a- excellent. And he even gave a really good answer about why Akini. He said she's a, she's a godsend. Like just pull out those trump cards and you're good to go. Apparently, yeah, totally. It worked. It yeah. worked within ninety seconds. Yeah, as but now as, they've yeah. got to discuss the bride price, and we bride didn't. Price, bride price. Bride price. I looked up bride price in Kenya. I'm not sure if Ben has ever Googled this, um, but it wasn't very hard to find. And it looks like we're talking about anywhere between like $2,500 and $15,000. It could vary wildly, but I don't know. It's not like she comes from a super rich family. It seems like it's probably going to be on the low end. Right. I would think about five grand. I don't know. Yeah. Which he can't afford. No, he he can't even afford 2,500. Ben and Akini are, I think probably the two most quiet cast members. Yes. I have no fucking idea if they're still together. I don't even know if they like each other. Like how much, <laughs> how much time have they spent? I, their first meeting, it seemed like they had a lot of chemistry they and they were fond of each other. They certainly have sexual attraction. It seems like, but then like they haven't even been alone together and we haven't and, seen yeah. them actually spend any time together. There's barely any affection. Ben is starting to get pissed off. Justifiably. Akini is very childish. And, and Ben, uh, no, it was Akini. Uh, it was either Akini or Ben wrote on their Instagrams. Like what they didn't show was like Akini taking him to some wildlife sanctuary or forest or something like that. And how it was so fun. I'm like, why don't we get to see that? You mean something remotely positive about Kenya. Nai- Nairobi or Kenya. I know. And like something fun that they did together. I want to see like, how are they together? Totally. Do they love each other? Is there potentially a love story here? I was so happy when they showed parts of Korea on the other way. I loved the fish market still. Yeah. Speaking of, um, can we, can we just skip ahead to the other way? Because I want to talk about Jihoon and Devin. Sure. Okay. Damn it. Devin is really getting the shit under the stick here. Like she shows up in Korea with this fucking baby. They have no apartment. They're living in a tiny space with Jihoon's parents, even though they're lovely and Jihoon is like this criminal with no money and a debt. Like, this sucks for her. Taken, I gotta say. Taken almost assuredly stolen phones and selling them in China. 
Oh my God! This couldn't wasn't even like... sell them. Couldn't even sell them in South Korea. Had to cross international borders to sell them. <laughs> this is an organized crime. This I think wasn't so. a one-off. This I think, was like no. Jihoon is a fucking mule. Yes. Yes. Literally. One hundred percent. Here's my other question. I'm going real dark here. This is how dumb he is. Are we sure it was just cell phones? Uh, yeah, maybe he didn't know what he was actually. I mean, mules often don't necessarily know what they're exactly. smuggling. Exactly. Yeah. That's some creepy shit. Maybe I would was, not be cool with that. Maybe he was smuggling like really old tablets that, you know, those big old ones. You could hide an organ in there. <laughs> you could hide an organ. <laughs> you could put maybe a kidney. Maybe some plasma, not you know, a kidney. If it still had the box, you could have, you could like transport a lung. <laughs> oh man, too much. Okay. What did you think about Jihoon's friends? Pretty funny. Um, definitely still like, I, I feel like they kept they kept the bro status. Yes. But they didn't lie to her face. And they were they were kind of checking with Jihoon, like, well, can I fucking tell her? And you know, I loved drunk Devin. I, I thought loved it was so great. drunk Devin. I thought it was so funny. It was so funny. She was taking shots and they're like, no, you sip it. And she's like, I've already had four of these and I haven't had a I drink haven't had in a, a year. Drink in a year. Like, I would love to drink with Devin. Can you imagine the two of us? Uh, she's free spirited though, Kim. She is free spirited. I yeah. love how Jihoon's friends are just like, they cannot fathom the fact that Jihoon is with an American girl. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were so funny. Because I took he's so, so many like their, their perception of Americans is like a lot of foreign people were like, Americans work super hard and they're a little crazy. Yeah. And, Jihoon might be a little crazy, but it doesn't seem like he works very hard. <laughs> they, it was so funny when they were like in middle school, Jihoon had no cares. He didn't give a fuck. Basically, they were like, Jihoon gives zero fucks about life. It's what it sounded like to me. Jihoon is basically an NFL player who never made any money to begin with. <laughs> I don't know. What, how did you feel about Jihoon like kind of blowing off when they're on their way to get the marriage certificate? And she's like asking him questions because obviously she needs to know some details about this crime. And he's just like, you worry too much. It wasn't a big deal. It almost made it seem like he was, he, he was minimizing her concerns in a really kind of annoying way. Like he was like straight up yawning and laughing at her. I mean, maybe he thought she might, must've been hung over because she went full Darcy the night before. Um, (laughs) But man, like, I'm so glad that she kind of like stuck with it and demanded to be like the money manager. And he mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah. Very smart. Uh, Devin, where have you been on all of our life on this fucking show? Like the fact that you're even bringing it up as a potential concern that they, we may have money issues, even literally saying the word money puts you ahead of half of the couples right oh, away. Oh my God, right? <laughs> I have in my notes, like Devin is so smart. Where did she come from? Smart cookie. Like I will sign the papers if I can manage all the money so I know where it goes. This is a smart like way to resolve this. Yeah. Devin's like the smartest cast member, right? When they walk in and got the paperwork signed in five minutes and they're like, that shit was easy. The only thing I can think of was like Nicole watching this like (laughs) shitting like her pants like totally like Nicole on suicide watch this is like I know right it's that easy there you go it's done (laughs) she's like I was like turning in homework 
I'm like, yeah. It looked like you could have fucking sent him a, a freaking message on like a text message to get married. <laughs> it was really funny. And then I loved, I loved the like percent. This is the thing. You can tell that they really have love for each other because when at 200%. the end. Yeah. Do you trust me? Mm, I trust you 75%. Do you love me? Well, yes, I love you 100%, but I trust you 75%. I love you 200%. That was funny. Yeah. And you could tell the way she's looking at him. She's just kind of like rolling her eyes, but in a loving way. And it was kind right. of cute. No. Damn. And that nugget. That is a cute nugget. Do you bring your kid over to Korea though? If you know this dude, he was like literally part of an organized criminal organization. I know I'm going like really far there, but that's what it sounds like as an independent person. Do you gather up cell phones and literally take them to China? <laughs> like is it just one singular independent person? Uh, I don't think so. Like does Jihoon have criminal contacts in China yeah. to which he can sell these phones to? I guess China doesn't have to be a criminal. That's just like YOLO, right? Right. Yeah, man. I mean, there must be a big market for un, like black market Samsung phones. Th- those I don't are know all, anything about China. Well, I mean, I just know that all the Samsung phones are manufactured in Korea. And yeah. maybe they like fetch a good price used on the market. I don't know. The, I don't know anything about like South Korea, China, like trade relations at all but i wonder if it's just like more expensive like super expensive to buy those in the store because they want to try to artificially get people to buy chinese made phones chinese south korean relations are a little bit strained right because like china has a relationship with north korea i don't think it's that great yeah i i don't know i I need to do some more research anyway there's like island disputes and shit oh yeah yeah there's a lot going on there um okay i'm gonna breeze through we have just a few minutes um, what team Liam or team Aladdin? Uh, Short answer. I mean, when you put it that way, I still am team Aladdin. Okay. But I, as we have been talking about, we talked about this on our last B sides, Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. We, we again, like kind of revisited the Liam situation. Yeah. And if you put Liam against Aladdin, I think Aladdin is being completely reasonable and trying to build a middle ground. That does not mean that Liam is completely in the wrong, especially when it comes to Laura. I I sympathize with him a lot. I understand where he's coming from. Laura is way more full of shit than Liam, but he showed a really it, like he, he kind of played his hand too openly when he was talking about like money and like financial support. Like Yeah, that's, a lot of people did not like that's that. That's like childish selfishness. But on the other hand, he probably got that from her. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's 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 tough. Yeah. We'll get into it deeper. Yeah, we will. And then Corey and Evelyn, do you think that Evelyn that something has happened here? Because Evelyn seems <clears throat> it seems like and uh-huh. I don't know what happens these last episodes, but it seems to me like they've talked about Evelyn's ex-boyfriend no, a lot yeah. and they're setting us up for oh, something. That is for sure and I sucked someone else's dick dinner. Oh no. No. For sure. She's never been that nice before. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. She's never cooked. That meal looks goddamn delicious. It did. I That's to eat it. a, he put it in my bum bum. I'm making Kyle. you, I'm making you a delicious, so delicious dinner in, in, because I feel so incredibly guilty about it. What did you think about, um, submit this episode? I know. What, what about, um, Niraj? 50, 50 on your Instagram. 50, like, 50. I asked, do you have sympathy for Samet? 
50-50. And we'll get in that to that deeper. I think you can I think you can have sympathy for him, but still think he's a piece of shit. Totally. <laughs> I agree. I empathize with his situation. Still think that it was really fucked up for him to have Jenny leave everything in her life and come to India when he knew it wouldn't last. Yeah. All right. Any last words? There's so much more to talk about. I'm excited to get into some of the other way stuff. And we haven't even scratched the surface on some of the other things like Omar and Avery. We're going to go way deeper. Um, Angela talking to mama, my cow. I love that Angela is the only cast member that knows how to greet mama, Michael and her native language. I'm just glad there weren't snails. Oh my God. If I have to see another (laughs) snail swap, I might die. (laughs) Um, all right. I, if you want ad free episodes, bonus episodes where we go deeper on some stuff that we missed extended episodes, you can go to patreon.com slash reality cray cray for five bucks a month. You can get all of that and you can add it to your normal iPhone podcast feed, that purple iPhone podcast app that you use out of the box. You can add the Patreon podcast feed to that. You can also add it to podcast addict for Android and I or think a lot a, of other, Android there's a lot apps. of other Android apps that work with it. So it's not like you have to download a completely separate podcast app in most cases, um, depending on what you're using. We just crossed 1500 Patreon members and still growing. We love all of our Patreon people. Thank you so much for subscribing. Yeah. Thank you so much for supporting us. It means the world to us. We're independent podcasters. We don't have, you know, big marketing money like you would with iHeartRadio. <laughs> it's just us in my den. So <laughs> um, we appreciate all of you. We also appreciate our sponsors. Thank you to Orate. Go to Orate New York. That's A-U-R-A-T-E New York.com slash cray cray. Um, and you can take advantage of our deal. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray. That'll never get old. Um, to get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. Look. Our most loyal sponsor. Make sure to our support most them. Our loyal sponsor, yeah. Seriously, if you have no idea where to go to counseling and no idea where to start, go to BetterHelp. It's great. Anything else, Kyle? Thanks for listening, guys. Yep, thanks. Oh, 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray on Instagram. Going.Kyle. Hit us up. Bye. Bye.